Hello and welcome! You are listening to the Hypnopop podcast with me, Claire Smith, a doula and hypnobirthing teacher from Edinburgh. And this is Summer School. It's a two-week series of daily bite-sized episodes to help you cram in as many golden nugget tips for birth in as little time as possible. Because summer's busy. So let's get into it. And welcome to episode two of Summer School. So today we are talking very, very quickly about how birth works. So physiological birth is an intricate and amazing process. It's an internal dance between you and your baby, your incredible uterus opening and then pushing baby out and the brilliant cocktail of hormones that powers that as well. So I'm going to talk about contractions first. And I want to start by saying that I do talk about contractions as contractions, not as waves or surges. And the reason that I do so is because I want to reinforce just how normal they are and to help you think of contractions as your muscles just working exactly as they should. So your muscles contract and relax and we expect our muscles to do that. That is your muscles working exactly as they should whether that's walking down the road or lifting your children or pushing a trolley, we expect our muscles to be able to contract so that we are able to do what we need our bodies to do. And that's what your contractions are. They are muscle contractions. They are muscles, the muscles that are working are your uterine muscles. So your uterus is actually made up of a network of long vertical muscles and horizontal rings of muscle. And these different muscles have different jobs at the different stages of labour. So we're going to talk about the first stage of labour, which is the dilating stage, where your cervix is thinning and opening to create baby's exit route. It's the long vertical muscles that are contracting here. And as they contract, what they're doing is they're pulling open the horizontal rings of muscle which are tightly concentrated at your cervix, keeping it tightly closed until now when we need it to open. And not only are these muscles pulling the rings of muscle open, they pull them up and over baby's head and move them up to the top of the uterus called the fundus. So once your cervix is open wide enough for baby's head to move through, we consider that to be fully dilated. Now, you'll hear this talked about as 10 centimetres, but that assumes that all babies have exactly the same size heads. That is a story for another day. I'm trying to keep these episodes short, (laughs) but you can imagine not all newborn babies have a perfectly 10 centimetre dilated, 10 centimetre diameter head. So once you're fully dilated, what happens is these muscles actually switch roles. So now instead of the long vertical muscles working, it's the horizontal muscles that are going to be doing the work here. And they have moved up to form this really powerful band of muscle that sits up behind baby. You remember I said that they've the muscles move from your cervix up to the top of the uterus? Well, this is where they form this thick, powerful band of muscle. And now when they contract here, what they're doing is they're squeezing baby down pushing them through what was your cervix and down into your pelvis where they're going to do some 
brilliant twisting and turning on their journey out of your body and into your arms. And that is a very whistle-stop tour of your contractions. That is the physiology of birth, what your body is going to do to get baby out. And making these contractions happen and hopefully not hindering them, that's your hormones. Your body makes an incredible hormonal cocktail for you to get birth started, but also to build the strength and frequency of your contractions, to then push baby out into the world, to detach and birth your placenta, to help you feel calm and positive after birth, to facilitate bonding and lactation if you're choosing to chest or breastfeed. Your body has hormones for all of these jobs. Oxytocin is probably the one that's doing most of them. (laughs) The most important birth hormone is oxytocin. This is the hormone that actually makes your contractions happen, which is pretty crucial for birth. And super cleverly, alongside the oxytocin that your body's producing to power labour, your body is also going to be producing endorphins. Now, endorphins are your body's own natural pain relief. And another, as well as making labour, kind of like counteracting the the sensations of labour, what endorphins also do is that they help to distort your awareness of what's going on. And now that might not sound like a good thing, But it really is. It's one of our body's natural coping mechanisms for the intensity of labour. And what what your body's trying to do is distort your awareness so that you don't have a normal perception of time, so that you're not sitting there thinking, oh my God, this has been hours and hours and hours or whatever. It's to try and take you out of that space where you're paying attention to things like time. Um, Sometimes it can also reduce your awareness of the people around you. And this is to help you focus on nothing but what your body is doing during contractions and then to allow you to really rest and recover in between those contractions. Now, the thing about oxytocin is that its production is very much driven by our emotional state. So when we are calm, when we feel loved, when we're supported, that is when oxytocin is being produced. So In hypnobirthing, that is why there is so much focus on this idea of being relaxed, being calm, being in a familiar environment, kisses and cuddles from your partner, supportive words. It's not just because those things are nice to have, it's because they can have a very physical impact on birth. They help to make us feel safe and that can help with the unfolding of birth. And on the other end of the spectrum from oxytocin, something that is most likely going to be hindering birth, is your stress hormone adrenaline. So adrenaline is produced when we do not feel safe. And adrenaline not only stops our body's production of oxytocin, it actually hinders birth in other ways as well. So it impacts on the physiology of birth by diverting your blood flow to your major muscles. And this is part of a response called fight or flight, which we'll talk about in another episode. Or you can scroll back to one of my earlier episodes where we talk about that. So fight or flight is basically gearing your body up to either fight something, that's why it's fueling your arms with blood, or to run away from something, which is why it's pumping your legs with blood. 
But what that does is it takes this blood away from the uterine muscles and that reduces their oxygen supply, meaning that the muscles aren't working as efficiently as they could be. And blood flow through your muscles also removes that lactic acid. And we really want to remove as much lactic acid buildup from your uterine muscles as well, because lactic acid buildup is what causes pain, which is not nice. We want to reduce that as much as possible if we can. So hopefully what you're getting from this very, very brief look at birth physiology, the hormones, your contractions, is what we really want to do is reduce adrenaline as much as possible and be boosting your oxytocin production as much as possible. How can you do that? Well, your environment is a massive help to this. Really, really impactful. So I'm doing a whole episode on that tomorrow. But aside from that, having a really supportive and confident birth partner who knows what to expect in birth, who can be there for you emotionally, that is really important for helping you to feel safe. Learning and practicing a breathing technique during pregnancy, again, really, really, can be really, really impactful. And also understanding why the breath is important, because when we understand the how and why behind things, we're far more likely to actually put them into practice or believe that they can work for us. Um, I know I would just also say that it's good to be aware of different things that might impact on your adrenaline production, irrespective of your mindset. For example, traveling to the hospital and interacting with strangers, regardless of how positive you feel about birth, those can be two things that the primitive part of your brain still thinks hang on, what's going on here? Who are you and where are we going? So it's a good idea to consider how you might navigate those situations and support your body to do its best birth work. And I am going to leave it there for today. I will see you tomorrow where we're going to be talking all about the importance of environment. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hypno What podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and you can find out more about what I'm up to by heading to birthingparentsclub.com. See you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.